Welcome to Sub Rosa. <laughs> so today's question, uh, which came to us from our DEI Live, uh, which we did Bad Boss Brief in Seattle, was how can you get more people of color to apply for jobs and freelance positions? Mm-hmm. That's a good one. That's a good one. Because I have to say, never, never in my my first job, I got 19, well, first job post-college, I got in 1986. Um, and I was not influenced at all by the numbers of African-Americans who worked at the job place. Um, I was just happy to get a job. Second job, which was a real job. First one was like a fake job. I was doing sales. It was one of those things where anybody could do. Second job was real. It was an industry job. I was an assistant editor at a magazine. Um, and uh, uh, so I had to go in for the interview, cursory glance at a few of the people who worked there. It ended up being like a military magazine. Um, the head of HR there was Japanese. I didn't feel any special... I. It didn't ring any bells to me at that point, though, indeed, I was hired at that job because I was African-American. It didn't become an interesting concern to me until I got into larger corporations. Um, so if, if the company was, say, 20 people or, or it was less than 20 people, I, it just didn't enter into consideration. But when I finally got a, a big gig, like at Intel, I was like, there are thousands of people in this building. And the only one I see that looks like me is in the bathroom mirror. It's kind of weird. It's just, it's kind it's, it's kind of weird. It's just a little, it's, I mean, I'm not willing to pull any race card and say, so had I interviewed for that job and they gave me a tour of the plant or even a tour of anything other than a single cubicle, I might've had that thought sooner. And had I had another job offer from another place, a tech company where there were fewer, there were more African-American folks, it might have swayed me. In, in, in a very serious way. So, now what, if, um, what if you had gone in and, and they had interviews set up for you and one of the interviews was with another black person? You know what? That's happened. That has happened to me um, at Ziff Davis. <laughs> and the guy's name was last name was Joyfus. And I did not he did not present to me as an African-American man. And I was not tipped off to this except for the fact that he kept saying us and we, and us and we, and I could see that he wasn't getting, I, he could, I could, he could see that I wasn't getting that he was a very light skinned African-American man. And and when I finally figured it out, I was like, Oh, ah, this is going to be cool. And almost to the second that I had that thought, he said, well, I can't give you the job. So, so much for there being a home team advantage, you know. Um, and the guy who fundamentally hired me at Ziff um, was a, 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 a beautiful guy, a, a, a very heavy uh, Long Island uh, old Jewish guy. And he was like, you know, um, your qualifications are, um, I was thinking I wanted to have somebody who was more in tech, but you're a great writer. So I'm going to take a flyer. You're in. So, so race is not always, you know, we just did a show on the fear of base boss. I think Joyfus was just afraid to, because had he hired me, the assumption would have been, oh, he's not so strong on tech. You probably just hired him because 
he's black, you're black. And he just didn't want to have that conversation. So he did not hire me. It took the other guy who was not afraid of that conversation to actually hire me for almost the very same job. Interesting. Well, and I think too, I mean, a couple suggestions. One is be intentional about, if we're talking about hiring, right? Not freelance, it's just hiring. Yep. Um, be intentional about degree requirements. And this is right. not a race thing. It's also a class thing. Not everyone yeah. can afford to go to college, right? Mm-hmm. Some people can afford to go to community college, maybe get an associate's degree. Not everybody has a four-year degree. Be mm-hmm. intentional about if a four-year degree is actually required. Obviously, there's going to be certain circumstances where it is required, but is it really and be intentional about that? The other one is if you are hiring for a full-time position, be be clear with recruiters that right. you want to see um, you want to see people of color. Period. Yep. Like don't don't buy the excuse of like, well, these are the best candidates. It's like, yeah, show me, keep going, go back. And if the recruiter can't do that, get another recruiter. Now, yep. we were talking um, up in Seattle with ad agency folks, right? And ad agency folks use a lot of freelancers. And, you know, the, the people that bothered to show up to hear us talk about DEI were were progressive and interested in like, OK, how do we not just look at hiring, but also how do we look at at getting freelance people of color to work for us? And a couple suggestions was, you know, one, do assiduous networking. But one of the other things that I thought about after I had answered that question as I was preparing for this is, are you getting data about what the experience is like for your freelancers? Right. So I know that a lot of agencies will do um, employee surveys. They're interested in retention, might be exit interviews. I don't know how many agencies do that for freelancers, right? And I think it'd be really useful for a couple of reasons. I mean, one, just operationally, like Mm -hmm. how easy is it to be a freelancer? Can you find where the shared documents are? Can you access them? Uh, how long does it take to get paid? When I've been working yeah. as, you know, like doing consulting, I will definitely, I can tell you who pays in 15 days and who pays in 60. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so really yeah. looking at that and, and, you know, you could also ask, how did you feel? Did you feel like you were respected? Did you feel like you belonged? How right. was it to give feedback? Things that are, again, are not going to be specific to a particular race, but they're going to start to identify, right? And then I yeah. think also, if you're serious about this, which yay you, if you're serious about it, look about some financial incentives, mm-hmm. right? So, mm-hmm. you know, we should have networks where we should be able to call someone and say, Hey, look, the last 10 freelancers I've gotten in here are white guys. You know, please tell me where are some black people? Who can I call? But if you don't have those kind of networks where you can say that in an appropriate way, which probably is most people make sure that you're putting money where your mouth is right. To go to a black woman who freelances for you and say, Hey, are there any other, you know, black people that you can recommend to me? Any people of color, we're really trying to increase our roster. I will give you 150 bucks for everybody that you refer to me. That's a different exchange. And these are things that I don't, I don't think are being utilized because you want to find out why you're not getting those people applying for the freelance jobs. And you want to look and get data from throughout the entire kind of trajectory. Yeah. Yeah. I think when they started doing 360 degree reviews, I think that was kind of one of the cooler things that happened. There's a friend of mine in New York, uh, Sarah Horowitz, who just got the MacArthur Genius Grant. And what she did was to start uh, a union for freelancers. 
And so I think that's also a resource that, um, that, you know, there were so many people that she knew who were freelancing. She comes from a long line of, line of labor attorneys, got her, her law degree and decided, what can I do that's different? And that's what she chose to do. And it's, it's actually been super helpful. Um, so that is, that is, yeah, yeah, that is. Yeah. And because I think, way. you know, and I think the challenge with freelancers, especially now, I mean, the economy is so tight, at least in the West coast markets that I'm, you know, kind of yep. privy to. It's just so tight that freelancers are not going to say something, right? They just, yeah, they right. want the job, right? Yeah. And and this might be the only job they get for the next three months. And yeah. so they're not going to talk about ways in which a company could be more skillful. They're not necessarily going to say in a proactive mm-hmm. way, some of the things that full-time employees might say. So mm-hmm. it's incumbent upon you to be asking the right questions to make sure that you are creating a kind of atmosphere where you're going to get people who want to come and work for you again, and you can have access to people of color and and women, and not just not just the white guys. Right. And I also, at this point in time, it's not a commercial for them, but I am also an aggressive user of Glassdoor. And you go in <clears throat> to reviews, type the company name, reviews, and then click on the filter and put the lowest reviews first, and, and read through. Uh, that has stopped me. That has stopped me an amazing number of times um, from because, um, you know, you can sort of glean angry, disgruntled employee from truth telling employee. And they're not always the same thing. And um, and it's just it, it is the naked face of what the company tries to conceal. I mean, imagine if they had something like that for dating. Probably nobody would get a date. You know? <laughs> so it's uh, it's. Uh, yeah. yeah. And uh, if you're and if you are in advertising specifically, there's also a fishbowl, which I don't yes. I don't spend a lot of time on that. But I have found that when I look through most of the snark I've seen on there has been accurate snark. There's yep. been things where it's like, I know stuff and then I'll read something and I'll be like, yep, that's on. Yep. And you yep. might be able to hear some of the more subjective stuff um, rather than some of the things that would be on Glassdoor. So either one, both good places to look. Okay. That's it for today's Sub Rosa. As always, you can get in touch with us at WTF at badbossbrief.com. That's WTF at badbossbrief.com. See you later.